Hello, Sunshine. Welcome to the Joycast, Episode 8, Responsibility for Other People's Emotions. The Joycast is a weekly life coaching podcast exploring the possibilities and obstacles of a more joy-filled life. I am your host, certified professional life coach and public speaker, Gia Gidry. Before I begin, I want to tell you about a great opportunity that I have going on right now. It's going to be an opportunity that lasts only one week. I'm in a special summer intensive program for life coaches, and I'm super excited about this exercise that we are required to do, which is to work with 10 participants in a little market test. And I have to come up with an idea that's something brand new, something that I've never done before, something really unique to help my clients and serve them like never before. So I've crafted up a program, a little technique that I'm calling a thought cleanse, and we're going to work on pulling out these thoughts that are running on repeat in your brain, and they are absolutely no longer serving you. And we're gonna isolate these thoughts And then I'm going to teach you a technique on how to turn these thoughts into treasures. Once we collect your treasures, we're going to use those to replace the old thoughts forever. And I'm going to teach you some strategies to get these treasures in front of you regularly so that we can rewire your brain to think new thoughts. This has to be done in one hour with 10 different participants. So I'm looking for 10 people who would like to sign up for this great opportunity. It's only $29 and I do have to fill all spots within one week and we will be doing the coaching work next week. So this podcast launches on Wednesday, uh, July 20th and the following week, On Monday, I will begin coaching. So if this sounds like something you'd like to do, find the link in the show notes and sign up. Grab one of those 10 spots. One of my clients told me this week in our group program that her biggest takeaway so far has been she is learning that she isn't responsible for other people's happiness. Isn't that remarkable? Did you know that you aren't in charge of other people's emotions? And did you know that if the people around you aren't happy, it's actually not your job to change that? Some of you out there already know this, but most of us, especially my women listeners, and I think most of you are women, do not realize that other people's emotions aren't really within our control. This is one of the fundamental explorations that we do in life coaching. So I really want to share this concept with you today to give you a taste of the richness and the depth of this beautiful work. So depending on how old you are, you were very likely taught from a really young age that you can and you do make other people happy or sad, or proud, or disappointed, or any of the various emotions that we can feel. We believe that we can cause other people's emotions. 
And we also believe that other people cause ours. The generation that I grew up in taught women to be people pleasers. And my generation is waking up, honey. We are not interested in participating in this mindset any longer. But these roots run really deep. It can be very, very hard to recognize when the brain is operating out of old habits. So here's a perfect example. I was on the phone with my financial advisor this week, and we were discussing how much money I'd like to keep in cash and how much I want to invest. And I know that some of you are saying right now, do not invest a single penny. Are you crazy? But listen up, friends. Everything is on sale right now, okay? These prices are as good as the markdowns on designer labels at TJ Maxx. Uh, one of my fun female investors taught me that, that it's a sale. So this is the time to buy. But anyway, um, instead of really asking myself, what I most want to do, I was really trying to give the best answer, assuming that my investor wanted me to invest the most I could. And as the call went on, I could hear that what he actually wanted was to help me feel secure and at ease, not for me to invest the most I possibly could right now. So later on, I was thinking about the conversation and I saw how I'm still really trying to please people with my answers. And I'm not really asking myself, what do I want? I'm still trying to give the answer that I think the other person wants. I'm trying to control their happiness. Even when the thing that we're making decisions about is my money. How crazy is that? And look, his job would be so much easier if I would just be straight and clear about what it is that I want. And I know this is largely a female problem. Men don't typically struggle in this same way. But women trend toward pleasing. And for a long time, the patriarchal system has wanted to keep it that way. Think about how trained we are to tune into other people's emotions, to gauge where we stand with them, to figure out if we're safe with them, and ultimately, depending on our relationship, how much we are trying to make them happy or keep them happy. So when my client began to notice that she's starting to feel less responsible for other people's happiness, that's when I knew magic is starting to happen in her brain. The first step to managing your mind is noticing what your brain likes to do. Noticing these deep grooves in our brains, which are often habits of thought, old patterns of thinking, and a lot of times these thoughts aren't even true. So we are really shaking things loose. We're starting to carve new grooves that are more intentional and will release her from the impossible job of keeping everybody happy all the time. And it is an impossible job. But from the youngest age, we were all taught to put other people first. As daughters, mothers, spouses, friends, we have been givers and caregivers. And we love this job. 
We cherish our babies. We want so much for them to be happy. And why do we care so much that they're happy? Because we feel good when they're happy. We've been great daughters, and we like it when our parents are happy with us. We especially like it when they're proud of us. We've received a lot of affirmation when we pleased our parents. We love our families. We love our jobs. We love our lives. And when someone in our life is having a hard time, and it could be a tiny thing like chipped paint on a pedicure, we will swoop right in with our solutions. You know, you can go back and they're going to fix that for you at the pedicure place. Oh, you don't have time? Well, do you know what the paint color is? I can go buy some for you. Or it could be really big things, like our kid is going through a breakup, or they just lost their job, or they got into a fender bender. We're so uncomfortable when our kids are uncomfortable. And it can feel like we just can't rest until they feel better. So we try really hard to swoop in and distract them from their misery. We want to take them shopping or make them a favorite meal. We want them to talk to us. And we're searching our archives for just the right thing to say to ease their pain. I remember once my kid was going through a breakup and he was devastated. I convinced him to go to a movie with me and honestly, this was not a good idea. The movie was no distraction from that level of pain. I felt really even much worse as he suffered through this two-hour movie, not really wanting to be there. What he wanted and what he needed was to be alone with his emotions in order to feel them and process them. But this is so hard for us to watch. We don't want our people to experience negative emotions, ever, as if we have any control over this. So just do a quick little check-in with yourself. How comfortable are you when your child is experiencing emotional pain? And if you don't have children, then think about a person that you care deeply for. If they're going through a breakup, how much does that affect your ability to be at peace? If they're failing a class, how much does this affect your life? If it's something really big, like they're addicted to something, if they're in debt, if you see them being lazy all the time, if they're just angry today, if they're sick. Processing your emotions, the more comfortable you are going to be witnessing your people moving through the natural unfolding of their lives. The best gift you could ever give your kids is an invitation to feel whatever it is that they're feeling. And you just sit with them and honor their experience. In coaching, we call this holding space. You really don't have to do anything. You just have to be there. And let me tell you, 
what a relief it is when you take this responsibility off your shoulders. One of my other clients always says that her family tells her, you're carrying the world. You can put the world down. You can relax. You can take inventory of how you are doing today. You can stay in your own lane. You can think about just yourself. You can dream. You can laugh. You can sing in your car. You can dance in your kitchen. You can take a walk and run your fingers along the tree leaves. You can meet a friend for coffee or just have a little chat with them on the phone. You could put a letter in the mail to your mom or your aunt or a friend who just popped into your brain. Look, this world is a playground. Find some joy in it today. Whatever kind of joy is your kind of joy, whatever lights you up, whatever is fun for you, put the world down. Finding joy is like a scavenger hunt. Each one of us has such unique and varied interests. Our individual joys are particular to us and nobody gets to tell us what makes us happy. This is our individual liberty to decide. You have the right to be happy and you have the right to be sad. And you have the right to feel all of the emotions. And your kids have that right and that liberty too. I know it's so uncomfortable to see them suffering, but it is their right and it is their process. And it's important. I remember reading something by Glennon Doyle one time where she said to one of her kids, this pain was meant for you, baby. That is so beautiful. It really honors the journey of another. And when you say this to yourself, when you say, this pain was meant for you, baby, or this joy is meant for you, that honors your journey. And this is big work, sunshine. I'll see you next time. If you would like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, this is the fastest way to reconnect with the great joy available to you in your own life. We will dive deep into exactly what you want most to focus on so you can understand your own brain, how it works, and what specifically you can do to create the joyful life of your dreams. If group work is more your speed, I have a group program called Joie de Vivre, which means joy of life. This program is only $97 a month and we have weekly group coaching calls, one group for moms and one group for young women. There are resources inside the program that you can consume at your own pace. This is a great resource. You can find everything you need on giagidry.com and please follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Love you sunshine.